Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Creative Rise podcast. It's a beautiful day, sunny in California. I hope it's sunny where you are. I hope you're having a great day too. I hope you're having a great year. We're excited to talk about this podcast because it kind of has to do with where we're all going. We're kind of talking about the year. You guys, we are a quarter of the way through this year. Crazy. I feel like it feels like it's been longer than that, but for some reason, we are only a quarter of the way through the year. We got three quarters left, everybody. And this is going to be a really fun podcast because we're going to talk about how you can really take advantage of the next three quarters. Because I know many people started off with their businesses being so, so excited of the new year of like, I got all these dreams, I got all these goals, I got all these ambitions, but now I'm at the end of quarter one and I've kind of lost sight or I've been, I started off really great and now I'm overrun with problems, overrun with issues in my business. And this topic really came from what we're going to talk about today. It really came, came from like us talking with inner circle people, us talking to even some of our own friends outside of creative rise stuff who are doing cool things with their life. Totally. Really comes to the point of like, okay, this is kind of like a make or break part of the year. It's like, okay, we've kind of lost the New Year's momentum. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of died off. Totally. And we're kind of running on like what's really, you know, underneath the hood. What's really running the, you know, the the engines with inside of us. So yeah. it's like, are we running off of, you know, momentum from stuff going well? Are we running off momentum from stuff going poorly? And we're trying not to have it go poorly, but we're not running off to like New Year's hype anymore. We're kind of over that. So this point of the year is always crucial because the decisions you make at the end of quarter one actually dictate what happens to the rest of your business for the rest of the year, Yeah. right? So this is a really important time of the year to focus on going, okay, what can I do in order to make this next year? And so in this case, 2022, the best year yet. Mm-hmm. So the decisions you make, I think, through like March, April, May really set precedent for like what year you're going to have, right? Oh, for because, sure. Because again, the New Year's hype is over. You're probably starting to get tired. You're starting to have problems in your business or you're succeeding really well. And you're wondering, am I going to lose control of this? Is it going to get too big for me? Are these problems going to overwhelm me? Am I going to get burnt out? Right? So whether you're doing really great this year in business or whether you're struggling this year in business, this point of the year is pinnacle. For Christy and I, for you, for for everybody, right? So we want to talk about that today because I think there's a couple things that are going to set the people that are really successful apart from the people that are not successful by the end of the year. You know, the people who have great years, 2x, 3x, 5x, 10x their incomes this year versus the people who barely get by for another year or they aim to make more than they made last year, but they actually make less than they made last year or whatever that's going to be. Even if they make more, but it wasn't what they wanted to be making this year, there's a very, very specific distinction between what those two different types of people with two different types of results do in the month of March, April, and May. Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh, it's going to be great. And so there's two ways people kind of respond at this time of year, Joey, right? There's two ways people respond. What are those two ways? Yeah. So the first one is you kind of just lose focus on what you're doing in the business. Like I said, you kind of get excited about the new year, but then you get to like March, end of quarter one, stuff's either going not well or you know, you're not actually sticking to what you committed to doing in your business at the beginning of the year. And you just plainly lose focus on what's going on. Yeah. Now, anybody who lose focuses on lose focus on their business, where they're trying to go, is obviously not gonna have a great year. Mm-hmm. Common sense, right? Totally. Totally. So the second type of person is you actually get to the the end of the first quarter, which is kind of where we're all at now, and you go, you know what? 
I'm actually not going to lose focus. I'm going to continue to push into this year and I'm going to make this the best year yet. Yeah. What happens after you psychologically put yourself in that perspective is what actually creates the impact. So it first starts within your head. You have to choose to make this year the best year of your life yet. Mm -hmm. And then, or the best year of your business yet. And then it actually, you you have to look at a certain part of your business. So that's what we want to talk about today. In order to be successful in any industry in the creative sense, you know, in any way, whether it's your first year in creative business, whether you've been it for 10 years, whether you're full-time, whether you're part-time, whether you're five full-times, you feel like you work way too much. (laughs) The people who are successful do one simple thing. So number one, first, they're number two. They're that person in number two, which is they're going, I'm going to take control this year. I'm going to make sure this year is really good. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing that they really do is they focus on the problems in their business. Yeah. They focus on the problems in their business. Anybody that we've ever watched go through Creative Rise who's been uberly successful. We were saying the other day, somebody actually asked us like, what's the fail rate on the mastermind? And I was like, zero. Like I've, I've yeah. never seen somebody like burn out and fail. Fought over 150 people I think it's because it's, it's so communal. It doesn't really allow for people to fall through the cracks. Yeah. But they said, well, what differentiates someone who's like got a crazy testimonial versus somebody who just kind of continues to grow their business. And I said, I think it's this thing right here. And that's what kind of made us think about this topic. It's how well can they, you know, designate problems in their business and then solve them. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So we love to say this and it's kind of maybe a trigger thing, but we say the people that win in this in this industry are the businesses that have problems. Have now, problems. Not not have, have problems. problems. You heard it right. Yes. The ones that have have problems. problems. Basically, the surefire way to know that if your business is dying or on its way to the grave is if you run out of problems in your business. Because problems are just created when you have opportunity, right? When you're taking advantage of opportunity, you're moving forward. I'm sure anybody that's listening who has had more than a handful of clients goes, oh, I can raise my hand and say, I've had a lot of problems. Working with people will always cause you problems. Working with your business, trying to grow something from the ground up is always going to cause you problems. But here's where I think we've had to make the mental shift, and I think you can make the mental shift as well, is looking at those problems and going, hey, you know what? Having problems with my business is actually a good thing. Now, it's not a good thing to not solve those problems, totally, yeah. but it's a good thing problems to recognize are meant to that be you solved. have them. Yeah. Yes, problems exactly. are Problems exist to be solved. Yeah. So that is what is so, so important. If you don't have any problems, you are probably living in mediocrity. Check like, the heartbeat. Your business is going to be mediocre at best yeah. if you have no problems because mm-hmm. problems are, like Christy said, a result of opportunity. Problems are, you could say like, prequel the opportunity. Totally. And so if you have no problems in your business, that probably means that you are not seeking new opportunity enough, right? And we all want to seek new opportunity. We want to seek new revenue stream opportunity. We want to seek new client opportunity, new sales opportunity, new just audience acquisition opportunity, new brand opportunity, right? So if you're not having problems in any of those fields, it probably means that you are plateaued as a business. And so you better start looking for problems. Mm -hmm. And the truth is we actually all have problems. If you think you have no problems, it's because you're actually just turning a blind eye to them. And the people who really get a fast pass to like mediocrity are the people who just ignore their problems, right? Yeah. In their businesses. And so that's actually what we want to talk about because we want to talk about how you can actually identify problems, what to do once you identify them, and then kind of how to rank them so you have a priority list of, of how you can solve them, right? Yeah. So one of the things that Christy and I have to do all the time, but specifically around this time of year, and, and we've been doing a little bit of this over the last couple of weeks, and we're going to continue to do this a little bit deeper is go, okay, what did we come into the year trying to do? What have we done 
and where are we trying to go, right? Yeah. Those are always great things to do check-ins with, whether you want to do that weekly, whether you want to do that monthly, definitely do that quarterly, you know, mm-hmm. where have I come from? Where am I now? Where am I trying to go? And then also ask yourself, okay, what are the problems that I'm actually dealing with right now? Yeah. What are the problems? You know, so Christy, what is a problem that you feel like you're dealing with in e- any of your businesses right now? Oh gosh. Well, I'm really putting you on the spot, by the way. You are really putting me on the spot. Well, I think one of the problems is the... (laughs) So as you know, we've been launching our email list, which has been a ton of fun. So if you're on our email list, I appreciate that. However, an email list is great, but only if you get new email leads, right? So it's like the constant flow of trying to reach out on social and like really pushing social to then get new leads to get on our awesome email list. So I would say the the struggle and the problem of converting social eyes into actual subscribers would be a problem we would have in our business. Yeah, like an opportunity slash problem we have in our business. It's definitely an opportunity, yeah. but there's there's a problem kind of waiting at the gate and we've got totally. to figure out how to give that guy the little secret code, little uncle, you know, he's going to let us in or the something. The little uncle? No, you know, people say like the secret, like the gate code is like, oh, it's like uncle. That's like a secret password, like universally. If you know what I'm talking about? That. Oh my gosh. I have no okay, idea. uncle is a universal, know, uh, a universal universal password to like anything. Open Sesame is mine. Okay. Open Sesame. (laughs) Point is we have problems. That's a great problem. As we're kind of continue to try and grow creative rise, grow our audience acquisition. We're trying to grow it in different formats, different platforms. Mm -hmm. The email list stuff has been so fun. We have been loving getting emails back from people. I was typing an email back to somebody yesterday and I'm like, this is awesome. This is like DMing somebody, but it's email. It's way more fun. Please email me back. I literally get it. (laughs) Anyways, that is totally a problem. That's a great problem. So we need to focus on more education on audience acquisition, audience conversion into different formats of audience building, right? Exactly. That's a great problem to focus on. Now, if we ignored... Here's my point. Mm -hmm. If we ignored that problem, it doesn't go away. No. Ignoring a problem does not solve a problem, right? So what you want to make sure you're doing in your own creative business is not ignoring the problems that you're facing right now as we exit quarter one, because if you don't solve them now, you're going to continue to have them in quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four. Yeah. And if you can't solve them, you're not going to have the best year you've had yet, Mm. right? So it's really, really important. I hope you guys get the case I'm trying to plead. The people who are going to be successful at the end of this year are the people who really, really, really put time and effort into going, what are my problems? How do I solve them? And then how do I you know, kind of diagnose them, pick the ones to solve, put priority on them, solve them so I can move forward yeah. to then find new problems. Because again, the problems mm. never run out, right? The most successful people in the creative business space are the people that can just consistently solve a problem, find a new problem, solve a new problem. Oh, website's not great and it's costing me this. I need to solve that problem. Oh, website's done. Now I have a sales you know, funnel problem. I need to go fix that. Mm-hmm. Boom, that's done. I actually have a efficiency problem in this part of my business. Well, I'm going to go fix that. They tick things off by solving problem after problem after problem. The unsuccessful people in business are the ones who go, ooh, I've got that problem. I'm just going to shove it under the rug. Yes. And hope it goes away. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have a better year this year than yeah. you had last year if you're the type of person that shoves your problems underneath, shoves your your business problems underneath the rug. You've got to take problems one at a time, solve the problem, or find somebody who can solve it for you. Check it off. Go to the next problem. Solve that. Go to the next problem. Go to the next problem. That's that is what's going to give you the best year you've had yet. Right? Yeah. So, how do we do that? We yeah. got three steps for you. Three simple steps. Yeah. First, I think these are really good, by the way. <laughs> I think so too. I think you we came wrote up with this, these. and we think it's really good. But <laughs> First it is good. One. We, this is what we do, and it helps. Yeah, it's true. First one is take inventory of the problems you know you have. So 
literally get out a piece of paper or get out a note on your iPad or whatever it is and start writing down all the problems you have. Like just start really thinking through every aspect of your business and go, where's a problem? Because again, if you can figure out how to work that problem side of your brain that like notices problems and sees areas that are holes, you'll be a much better business owner for it. So number one is take inventory of the problems you know you have, make them clear and write them down. So once you've done number one, number two is is more important. But you have to mm-hmm. have done number one first to actually get down to number two. Yeah. So number two is you have to take note of what problems the problems you have actually create. You will be successful in business if you can look at a problem and go, okay, I have this problem. Hand up. Yes, admit it. I have this problem. But if you can actually figure out what problems that problem creates which are like deeper problems, Mm -hmm. you're actually going to be able to figure out if that problem is something that has priority and if you should solve it, right? And so here's what I mean by this. If you have a problem of not having a good website, what's the deeper problem there? Well, it's probably not engaging people who could potentially want to work with you and converting them into sales, converting them into clients. That's a pretty big problem Mm because without clients, without sales, you don't have a business, right? If you have a problem, you're like, oh, I think I have a problem of not having the newest version of that lens. Well, what's the problem that problem creates? It's not really going to change the way you shoot. It might make you feel like it changes the way you shoot, but it's not really going to change the way you shoot. Mm-hmm. Is it actually going to change how you make money? No, the money comes in before you shoot, right. right? Right. Buying a new lens does not help you make more money because you need to actually oh, make preach. the money first. You need to actually get the client first to then use the lens. So I would argue that that problem, not having the newest version of whatever lens you want, is not a problem that should take priority over a problem like your website that directly influences sales. Oh, right? that's so good. So number two is you have to take... Number one, take inventory of your problems. Mm-hmm. Number two is you actually have to ask yourself, what problems does this problem create in my business? And once I figure out those problems, write them down, like literally write down the primary problem and then the deeper problem or secondary problem that that primary problem creates, write that down and then go, how do I put priority to these? Well, I'll tell you, you should have priority on those problems to solve them if they do a couple of these things. And this leads us to number three. Number three is I want you to go and cross out all the things that aren't really problems. You think they're problems like that lens thing. It's not a problem. Okay. Deal with it. It's not going to cause you, it's not going to cost you for making tons and tons of money. And I see that's one of the biggest things creatives make mistakes on. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't afford this because I just went and bought these, all these new lenses. I had a wildly successful business off of a hundred dollar 50 millimeter lens. (laughs) That's like everybody. The nifty 50. That's everybody. The nifty 50. The nifty 50 does so well. It works. Point is. Anyways. That takes you to step number three. So number one, take inventory of all the problems you have. Make them clear, write them down. Number two, take note of what problems those problems create. Get clear on the secondary problems your mm-hmm. initial problems create. Then number three is cross out the things that are not really problems. AKA, they're not, they might be problems, but they should not be priority-based problems. They should not be urgent problems. And only focus on the problems that, here we go, hinder sales, okay? Hinder your brand clarity, hinder your audience growth, or hinder your efficiency. Mm, Okay? Yeah. So say those again. You should be focusing on right now as we leave quarter one and go into quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. If you want to have the best year you've ever had, stop focusing on problems that aren't actually problems. Start focusing on problems that create you know, a lack of sales, create a lack of brand clarity, a lack of audience growth, and a lack of efficiency. Yeah. Those are so, so important. Only focus on those things. If you can do that, you're going to have the best year you've had yet. Because again, the business owners who focus on going, I'm not going to shove my problems underneath the rug. I'm going to man up. I'm going to woman up. 
I'm going to focus on the problems I have. I'm going to solve these problems. And I know that when I solve this problem, I'm going to be met with a bigger and deeper problem. And I'm just going to keep solving it and solving it and solving it. Yeah. Business owners that consistently solve the problems in their own businesses get to solve the problems for other businesses. When you solve the problem for another business, that's how you make money. You grow your business that way. But if you just keep shoving them underneath the rug Mm -hmm. in your own business, you're never going to actually get to solve a lot of other problems in somebody else's business, aka you're never going to get paid. You're not going to have the best year yet. I'm going to give you a little extra credit one too. If you list out, again, all those three steps, you've got all your problems listed, your secondary problems, you've crossed out the ones that don't really matter right now. I want you to add a third column on your list of how you're going to solve that problem. That's a great point. What is going to be the thing that unlocks that problem to no longer be a problem anymore? Like, how are you you actually, who do you need? Write down the name of somebody you need to connect with to get that problem. So great example, Christy mentioned the audience acquisition stuff to getting people on, you know, email. Mm -hmm. I have 10 people I can think of right now that if we were going to write this down, which we do write this stuff down, we could add that person's name right beside this and we know we just need to reach out to that person. Exactly. Like, what is the solution? So whatever that solution is, whether it is going out and like, if you have an issue with maybe your client management issue, like all of your clients are getting missed up, you're mixing appointments, you're missing contracts, emails, etc. Maybe it's going out and getting a CRM, like a client relationship management workflow. Or if it's again to reach out to somebody or it's going to be to research something or buy a program on something, whatever it is, give yourself a solution that you can write down and go, okay, then that's my action step. And now I'm going to go and attack all of those problems and I've got the solution already written out so I can start tackling those problems. That's a great point. A lot of the times, the only thing we need to do to solve a problem is put an action to it or put a name to it, right? It's either Mm -hmm. I do this or I get in touch with that person. Yep. Either I solve the problem or I find the person that can solve it, right? Yes. Super, super important. Oh, yeah. That's how you're going to win this year. Totally. So, guys, if you have problems, it's a great point. If you have problems with your marketing, if you have problems with your brand clarity, if you have problems with your sales, if you have problems with your efficiency, good Lord, so many people have problems with their efficiency, right? So many of us. Yep. Well, actually, we all do. We always will have problems with our efficiency. Mm -hmm. If you have problems with any of those things, if you have problems with how do you pitch somebody, if you have problems with... How do I price myself? That is the biggest problem that we see in the creative industry that people continue to shove under the rug. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to price myself and I'm insecure about it. So I'm going to keep undercharging or I'm going to keep not even reaching out to people because I don't know what to price myself. And it winds up you having another bad year or another year not as good as wish, as what you wish the year was going to hold for you revenue wise, right? Yeah. If you have all these problems, maybe you have a communal problem. Mm-hmm. You're not surrounded by enough people who get you, enough creative people that are actually cheering for you. There's too many people in your circles that are competing against you, right? You need to be in creative community with people that are cheering you on. It's a communal problem. Maybe it's an accountability problem. Maybe you know what you need to do, but you don't have somebody looking at you every day, every two days, every week going, hey, did you do what you said you're going to do? Because yeah. if you can't do that, if you've got an accountability problem, you have a huge problem. You're not going to get anything done. If any of that resonates with you, you've got to go jump on into the Creative Rise Mastermind. Oh, Dead yeah. serious. You guys. Dead serious. As we are recording oof. this, yep. we are more than half full. Mm-hmm. It's not even open to the public yet. It's no, only we open haven't to the even list. opened it. So here's the deal. It goes public on March 28th to actually... That's like when we're going to put a big old apply button on the website where anybody can apply. Mm-hmm. Now... It actually starts April 10th. Now we said, hey, normally we give a, away access to the waitlisters, people who are on the waitlist like two days before it goes public, which means we would have given away on like March 26th. What day is it today? It's March 22nd. So we decided because we've never had this many people on the waitlist, we need to give people extra time to really apply, go through these applications of all the people on the waitlist. We opened up the waitlist 
what a week ago not even no no yeah, not ago. even like three four days ago yep it is over halfway full already and we have way more applications still to go through and spots to give out this is going to be the best round yet. I'm feeling it. This is round seven. 150 people have gone through the Creative Rise Mastermind. Lucky number. It's our six-week signature program where we teach you sales. We teach you branding. We teach you how to price yourself. We teach you how to put value on what you create. We teach you about taxes. We teach you about money. We teach you about outsourcing stuff. We mm-hmm. teach you about how to not burn out. You know, time management stuff. You get a whole community of people, like 30, 20 to 30 people who are cheering for you, who get you. Name another place you can find that. Dead serious. Like it's like that is not a thing. That's what separates the mastermind from a course you can buy or anything like that. It's so game changing because when you have that community along with all the education stuff, the education stuff is great. That's going to help you a ton. It's going to shortcut you years. But the community to actually help you feel seen, help you feel understood, and then help you keeping you accountable, that's what actually helps you grow your business super fast. That's why if you go to our socials, to creativerise.com, on this podcast, you've heard about it. Crazy testimonials. People jumping in, making 11K in six weeks, 40K in six weeks, you know, making 100K in their first year, 150K in their first year. Like it's because they were not only educated, but they had the community and the accountability to back it up. Yeah. If you want that, I'm telling you, you got to jump on to the next round of the Creative Rise Mastermind. Now, the only way to get in right now is if you go to creativerise.com and you join the waitlist. There's big buttons that say join the waitlist. Soon as you join the waitlist, you're going to get access to apply. Okay, because you're you're early. You also get hundred bucks off if you join the waitlist, which is great. So you're not only getting a screaming deal, you're also getting access to apply. So you can actually potentially get a spot before it fills up. So that was a whole mouthful, but we're so excited, Christy. I don't know. Wrap us up. I'll tell I'm so them how they can this. get early access. Yeah. yeah. So if you want early access again, hundred dollars off early access before it launches publicly, all you have to do is go to www creativerise.com. Again, it's just the homepage. You can click the waitlist button there and then we will shoot you an email where you can apply or you can text waitlist to 916-587-6417. That was Boom. so cheesy. We got it. <laughs> just said that together. I know. Um, um, but if you want, so if you want that early access, that's how you can get it. And we would be so excited for you to apply because we cannot wait to welcome just a few more people into this uh, round of the Creative Rise It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so, so so fun. I can't wait. We're kicking it off April 10th. It's going to run for six weeks after that. So nuts. Modules every Monday. You get them released to you. Group calls of the entire mastermind every Mm -hmm. Thursday. Two-on-one private strategy call with Christy and I. It'll really map out your like business map. You know, like, hey, how are you going to like map out the next six months of your life, six months of your Mm -hmm. business so you can actually achieve success? What are you going to do? What are you going to avoid, right? All those things. Accountability groups, pod groups. Like it is a whirlwind of a six weeks. And we can't wait. Graphic designers, photographers, filmmakers, social media strategists, like everybody under the sun in the creative space has Mm -hmm. been through this and is actually jumping into this next round. We are so excited. People who are making six figures already, people who are just starting their businesses. Mm -hmm. The 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 you know, the diversity is what creates the equity in the group, right? Yeah. The diversity is what creates the strength because it's, it has people who have completely fresh perspectives on creative business. It is people who already have systems in place. Yeah. It also has people who already have systems in place that need to be replaced with fresh perspectives. So nobody is better than anybody in the group. And that's yeah. what creates so much strength. We're so excited. April 10th. See you there. Can't wait. Anyways, thanks for jumping on this podcast today. We are so excited for you to look at your business and go, where are my problems? How do I find them? How do I diagnose them? Mm-hmm. How do I actually rank them in priority? And how do I solve them? Yeah. Right? That is what you want to do if you want to make 2022 the best year yet. That's what we're doing. We're hoping that's what you're going to be doing. And we will see you on the next one, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.